we got on the agenda today but we're on the team but we're not in the game ah, damn, overseas you gonna you gonna you gonna just take them overseas yo okay welcome into episode nine of the walk-ons podcast yo. we in here so really want to first of all apologize to you guys on the last uh college basketball saturday not being on um spotify or apple oh for real uh, yeah they got my mad. bad well no they just let us know in the comments and by the time by the they time it was that. time to post it it was by the time i had seen it it was monday and yeah all we did really was just kind of give our thoughts and our picks yeah which uh, we messed up completely in my opinion well i mean we we can go back over some of that stuff but we i kind of want to go over that super tuesday is today yeah okay it's not really that super we just have like one really good game, Baylor and Texas play. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be nice. That's gonna be a good game, though. That'll be that one will be a good game. And then I want to kind of talk about some of the stuff we've had in the comments, man. Ever ever since we did our start bench cut, college edition. Yeah. Everybody, nice nice hoodie by the way. Yeah, I that's, like yours, man. That's pretty cool. I appreciate it. I got man. it from this guy. I know he's a pretty good dude. Yeah, he's an asshole, but <laughs> that the windbreak is tough though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. You know. Um. Anyway, so. We are going to rehash some stuff, and I really want to kind of get into kind of what they were saying in, in the comments. Yeah. First of all, going back, I don't think we did too bad. I, I made a table. You missed four, and I missed three. The one that we did not see coming was Oklahoma and Bama. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that was the us. one we were most confident about. I, that's the one I was most confident about. I didn't yeah. realize Oklahoma was really like that, and they were without their top-leading scorer. Austin Reeves. Oh, that's tough. The dude from Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which somebody said Arkansas missed out. If you guys are familiar with Coach Anderson's system, he's a very much run and gun. I don't think Austin would have fit that system, so that's why he didn't recruit him. Okay. FYI. Yeah. But then we missed Florida and West Virginia. Florida came mm. back and, you know, yep. obviously you picked Arkansas. Yeah, I know. And Cade is like that. That was a tough one, man. Tough, tough game right there. Great game. I wasn't mad either way, honestly. GGs. GGs. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't you, mad either You got to give credit where credit's due. Cade came off of a two-game hiatus. Like, he, uh-huh. he didn't play for two games. And took him a little while to get, get his feet under him. He didn't start. But after he hit that one three kind of later in the first half or maybe early in the second half, you could kind of tell. Like, he was starting to turn it on. He turned mm-hmm. it on up real quick. Yeah. That's what good players do, though, man. They can just turn it on and off like that. Not to say that. That's what he was necessarily trying to do. But, you know, you could tell he didn't have his legs early. But oh, then, yeah. you know, by the, what'd you say, 10-minute mark, second half? Something like that. It was early. Yeah, he was, he, was, uh, he was there. I could tell, too. I was like, oh, boy. So, yeah, he's tough, though. The announcers the announcers said in crunch time, he said, just give me the ball. Oh, for we'll real? Watch out or something like that. Oh, that's yeah. tough. That's tough. Yeah, but you were right. They put flight on him. Yeah, I figured they would. It, you know, didn't really pan out too well. But they did start doing the double-team hit mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't look like teams are prepared for that. Kudos to Coach Musselman. That's what I'm saying, that. man. That's, that's actually a good strategy. It is. I like it a lot. That's probably one of the better defensive schemes I've seen this year mm-hmm. by a college team. But I feel like they kind of jock Kentucky with it a little bit. But I do feel like we're more effective with it. So it's ours. Right, yeah. At that point, is you know, it, at that point, you got to go with who's doing it better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. it's it's ours for sure. We we practiced that a lot last year. We didn't okay. have, we never brought it out a whole lot. Yeah, just because most of the other teams had two or three other guys that could really shoot it or put it down. Mm-hmm. And I don't think teams this year are just they just either aren't as talented. There's some sort of COVID like 
hangover or something's wrong. I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah. But anyway, so kind of wanted to get into this start bench cut thing. Uh, we both agreed. Mm-hmm. Start Cade, bench Reef, cut Jalen. Who are they saying they should cut? Reef? They're cutting Reef or Cade and starting Jalen. A lot of them are. I'll put up. We've got four or five different comments. Kind of wanted, kind of wanted to get into that. It's something somebody said. No way you cut Suggs. Laughing, crying face. I'm starting him over both of them. Head up, match up. He's going to win the matchup. I don't think he's going to win one on one versus Cade. I think six eight versus six four. It's going to bother him. Yeah. What is that saying though? Even if he was to win one on one, this is. I think this is what people get confused though. Even if he's a better one-on-one player and he can beat both of them, that doesn't mean we have to change how we feel. <laughs> like, it's a lot of people that can beat me one-on-one. But in in a lot of these situations, I find myself to be a better basketball player than a lot of people. And I think, ah, yeah, like, YouTube, people need to start, start looking at things like this. Uh, not to go off on a tangent, but go for it. I feel like he's – no, I like I like the player though. Like I like, but he plays for Gonzaga, right? Yeah, he can break down his defender really easily. But I like, I like at a point guard position, which he plays off the ball, right? He plays the two. Yes. At the at the next level, he'll probably be a point. Let's be honest. He's six four. Yep. I feel like he's better. I, no, I feel like the two that we chose are better point guards than him. I agree. Um. Yeah, that's it. That's why we cut him. I mean, I, I like the way that Reef handles the rock. I watched him in person. He's really, really versatile with the rock. Not saying, you know, uh, the other player isn't, but I'm just thinking just, you know, him and then Cade. We just watched. Cade is nice with the rock. I'm, I don't know, bro. I mean, PSA, again, rehash. Go watch Sharif if you can. Yeah, it's just a lot of little things, man. Um, he's probably not. The most athletic, like Buddy, is more athletic than both of them. I don't know. He had the left dunk in warmups. Remember? Who? Reef? Yeah. Yeah, but you know. Well, yeah. he's not gonna do that in a game. Right. 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 So yeah. Buddy is more athletic. I feel like some sometimes people get caught up in that as well. However, man. Yeah. Okay. What's some more comments? I, mean, I don't want to I mean, take I, it there. I, I, no. 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 You're good. He said. I, he said one on one though, right? Well, he yeah. said head up matchup. He will win the matchup. I disagree. I, I disagree. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Jalen Suggs's Suggs's that's weird to say. I think his success yeah. comes from the fact that he's not I don't I I don't know that he is going to be the first option. They have the Timmy kid, Drew Timmy or whatever. Who is super tough and around he's the real rim. tough. Like super tough. Like he's the one frat dude that can really hoop. Man, hey, yeah. He He's tough. That's all I I keep saying the same thing. And but. and that's I think to to my point, yeah, Jalen looks good because he has a team that's stacked. Like even some even some people say like he's playing well on a stacked Gonzaga team. Well, if your team is stacked, you're naturally gonna look good. That's true. And the coaches the coaching system over there allows them to just hoop. Like he probably has off the ball movement yeah. principles that they practice. So he plays well off the ball. Yes, but also at the same time, I think part of that is kind of systematic. Yeah, for sure. And with that point, the margin of error is lessened. Like, it's not a big right. margin for error, bro. Like, you, you have to consider these things. Like, it's not a huge margin of error when your team is performing great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
whereas you have to see the good and bad coming from a team like Oklahoma State and yeah. Auburn, and it's going to be a lot of bad, but that doesn't mean these guys are bad players. not saying you're saying that. However, you can still – you got to be able to depict, though, like the difference between mm-hmm. a team being great and then just being great on a team and then somebody that's willing to perform at a really high level. And mm-hmm. I feel like the two that we chose – can do that. You got to look when Reef is off the floor. Auburn's Bro, Auburn ho- movement, Auburn's trash. horrible. Trash. They're horrible. They have no offense. And they better sub me in. As soon as Reef <laughs> go out, sub me in. It's going to still be trash. But that's, yeah, it's a big difference. For real. That's how, you, like, he's very valuable. So you just can't be like, cut Reef. Like, that's crazy. He's very valuable to the team. Yeah, and and Cade really, I mean, likely, Ice likely is good. Obviously, you have Ave. Yep. Sorry, Ave, I didn't post your clip. Here's a clip of Avery. Anyway, you gotta you gotta look at you gotta look at the points we're making here. Off the ball, yeah, he moves well. Sharif doesn't move off the ball because he is ninety nine percent the ball handler. Yeah, and even with that, he plays really good off a of pick and roll. He's really good at putting the guy in jail on his back mm-hmm. and then shooting the mid range floater. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. Yep. In the league, that's what the league system is: is pick mm-hmm. and roll, and then pick your poison. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and yeah, obviously, yeah. K, he's a mismatch. He's six eight at point guard. That's and just we're not what saying uh, what's his name can't do this. By the way, no, 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 not at all, not so. at all. Jalen Suggs can hoop. Yeah, he can. But he's I think tough. he's. A, I think. I think part of his success is a byproduct of his coach. I think his coach puts him in positions to succeed. Yeah. Not saying that Reef and K don't, but they're the only. only. Mm-hmm. Options, yeah, yeah. You know, Gonzaga moves the ball really well. Anyway, so all that to say, we appreciate the comments. Oh, we yeah, for love sure. interact. We're not attacking anybody. We love interacting with you guys. Keep, you know, if you guys have about, you know, more of arguments in the comments, let us know. Like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We want to, we want to continue to cover this stuff. It allows us to kind of keep the show moving and and keep something, you know, more relevant. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, so moving on to. What we got coming up tonight? We have Texas and Baylor. Uh huh. Which, if you saw Baylor, they were getting after him. Yeah. They were getting after Auburn. Yeah. I, I caught the game late. I was watching the Arkansas game at the time. You had both up. I was jealous. Yeah, I had a little split screen going on. Yeah, I should have did something like that. But yeah, they were getting after him. Pretty or majority of the time, right? Right. So I mean, they were. You know, they were. They were kind of doubling. Of course, Baylor's a more defensively sound team. They. Swatting everything. It yeah. was a block party, and yeah. everybody was invited. Sheesh. See, I missed a lot of that game. It was bad. It was bad. Baylor. So, Baylor is a six-point favorite over Texas. We're playing in Just Texas. Six? Mm-hmm. They're playing at Texas. I mean, Texas is number six in the country. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Six points, though. I still – I think Baylor I, I think Baylor goes in and handles business, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know – I don't really know if they're treating Texas fair. I mean, ESPN has Baylor a 77% chance to win, and they're playing oh. the number six team in the country. Yeah, that's a little too high. I, I, I think so, too. Yeah, I do think they'll win pretty easily, honestly. And, I mean, you guys, I mean, if, if y'all watched the Baylor game, if you looked at what Sharif did, let me know in the comments. Let us know in the comments. Does it change your perspective? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go back. I'll go back and look at what we had on Saturday here, and and just kind of give you the stat. Auburn lost by they lost by twelve again. 
Jay said 12 or 15, they'll get out on him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is with you, man. Well, you know, I've just been talking to Reef. That's all, you know. You've just been talking to Reef? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So if we look at Sharif Cooper, he had 15 points, five assists, seven rebounds. He had four turnovers. Kid's young. He's yeah. not 17. He's 19. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 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 They were getting on us about that one. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. When they going to realize he's not 17? Oh, my fault. He's 19. Still cold. Like, yeah. That's crazy, though. He's 19? 19? I wasn't hooping like that at night. Bro, y'all not hooping like that. Nobody's hooping like that at 19, really. No, nobody's that poised. Bro, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But you got to, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he shot the ball 17 times. But nobody else on his team can score. That's true, bro. That like, sucks, too. Like, dudes have feet hands. They can't catch the ball. Yeah, like, man, nothing's, we witnessed it. We like, witnessed nothing's it. going on. So, let us know in the comments. 15, 15, 5, and 7. Five assists. He had freshman mistakes. Yep. I will I will agree. Jalen Suggs does not have freshman mistakes. But I also think it's part of the system in Gonzaga. Yeah, for sure. They put, um, him in, they put them in positions to win. Bruce Pearl's like, hey, Reef, go on out there and handle handle business. Do what you can do. Like, yeah, yeah. Make plays. Yeah. So. No, nah, it's, it's, it's going to be something to see him play somebody um, or them, that team play somebody like a Baylor. That's when we can get a better look. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, so we need that. We need that. We do. So staying, in the, staying on the topic of basketball, obviously we have Super Tuesday coming up. Somebody asked, P. Money the GOAT. Are you the GOAT? No, no, no. Different guy. Sorry. Steph. Steph watches the show. Curry. It just says Steph. Yeah, let's assume it's Curry. Hey, let's, Steph. What's up? What's I'm happening, Steph? Hey, what's going on, Steph? You're, you're hooping amazing right now, by the way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're all fans. I, I loved his, his interview with Clay. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so Steph asks, outside of Reef and Cam Thomas, who's the best fr- – who is another good freshman in the SEC? SEC, I'm staying home. Who are you taking, Moses? Oh, of course, I'm tripping. For some reason, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll say that for later. Yeah, I will go Moses too. I and, will go Moses and I'll be, too. And I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. Moses is a guy that, if you look at Jalen Suggs and compare him and Moses's game, I don't watch a lot of Jalen Suggs. I will preface with that. Yeah. They also play like Pepperdine and St. Mary's and all of them too. Mm-hmm. And he's averaging 13 points this year. Who is Jalen? Jalen sucks, yeah. Okay. So I think Moses Moody is the epitome of learning how to play within a system. He never, I mean, he might force one or two every once in a while. Yeah. But he takes really good shots. He's not, uh, he's not as much of a bucket getter as I thought he was going to be. I think he can be, but again, I think it's the system. I right. Think it, you know, I think it's kind of tamed him a bit. I think so, too, but I, I also think he's a really good team player, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. By, exactly. by not trying to take over and be like, okay, you know, this is the deal. Because yep. you look at guys like Cam Thomas, he takes a lot of shots mm-hmm. per game. Don't really know if those are good shots. He LSU is a very talented team. That's why, yeah, yeah. Okay, keep going. They're, they're, I mean, they're sleepers. If you look, Darius Days is a really good rebounder. They're super aggressive, too. They are. They're really physical. They always have been. Yeah. Cam Thomas, you got Javante Smart. Uh, the tall uh, Watford, can't remember his first name. Anyway, they have pieces, but I think Moses has been our centerpiece. And yeah, he's gotten a lot of credit, but I don't think he's gotten as much credit as he deserves. Yeah, yeah. really and truly. I mean, what I, is he averaging? Like 15, 16? Uh, Laney, can you check Moses Moody? I 
think it was somewhere up higher than that. Really? I think he he's I think he's top ten in scoring in the league, like overall. Oh, for real? And the SEC. Oh, he's hooping. Yeah, he's I mean he's his past couple of games have been like 18, 17, 19, 22, yeah. something like that. He hadn't really had a breakout game though. So he's shooting fifty percent from the field, yeah. averaging sixteen points a game. That's good, man. That's yeah, so seventeen if you round up. So looking at that, I think I think that's that's gonna be my pick. I mean, I, I'm not really familiar with a lot of I wish Sharif O'Neal would I don't know what go it to is. Arkansas. Man. No, I don't wish he would go to Arkansas. I just Y'all saw the summer run videos? Yeah, yeah, that's true. He was hooping, man. What are I, you saying? What are you saying? Unless you holding just, him back or what? What's going he on? He looks lost out there, dude. He got to get comfortable, though. I think that's yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's got to get comfortable. But at the same time, like, where is where is Summer Run's reef at? You know what I'm saying? Like, is he still out at UCLA? Nah. No, I don't know. I think they – I don't know. I think LSU, like you said, man, they have a lot of guys. We don't talk about it, but they do have some guys, though. Just a bunch of sleepers, man. Well, sometimes you just get a team where it's just like, damn, he can hoop too. Like, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, for real. Where did he come from? He he might give you 30, and it's like, I didn't even know he was like that for real. Right, and and that's one of the things I wanted to touch on. So Izzy knows the podcast that we talked about earlier a couple episodes ago. Mm. Sent us a, a comment and said and asked us, what do we think about Duke basketball not being the same level anymore? Do we think they're starting to turn into a Kentucky where the success is dependent on five-star players that they get since Coach K went one and done? The success has been inconsistent rather than having more three- and four-year guys. I will say this. Age wins games. Think so? Yes. Like the older you are? The older you are, the more experienced you are, therefore the more poised you can be. Now – Five-star guys are going to be talented. Yeah. But they've never been in that situation of having to get something done in crunch time. In some situa- in some cases, those guys come from high school teams that they never even had to try and could go out there and get 40 or 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, that, I think we're experiencing a little bit of that now. Um, Age wins championships, I, f- I feel like. Man, I kind of do. I kind of do, but I feel like it's, it's changing now, though. Maybe some of the guys are older and I'm not realizing it, but to me, man, I just think it comes down to, I think it's just a different time where the age doesn't matter as much. You just got to be willing to work and fit the system as if you were already there. Right. I mean, you. so let's look at Duke's roster real quick. You got Wendell Moore. He's a sophomore. Jalen Johnson is a freshman. DJ Stewart is a freshman. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Seven freshmen, one, two, one, two, three, four sophomores. Yeah, yeah. They are young. That's 11. Then you have a grad transfer and one, I'm seeing two seniors. Yeah. Who are you going to call on? I mean, Buck Meyer, I don't know if he even really even plays like that. And <laughs> Jordan Goldwire obviously does play, but you have to have some sort of that's why you look at that's why you look at teams in the league mm-hmm. like in the NBA those obviously those guys are older they've done it more they're professionals the system is different but they're older yeah yeah that's why young guys don't necessarily pan out when they get to the league yeah 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 because yeah. because youth it really kind of hinders them in some way yeah a little bit 
I can see it. So, so tell it's me, just t- a bad year for Duke, though. I don't think it's well, nothing I mean, to... It's a bad year for Duke and Kentucky. I think so, though. But I don't... I feel like... Man, I don't know what I feel. <laughs> I don't feel like that's a... Man, I don't know. I don't feel like it's an age thing, really. I feel like that's the way things are now. Like, you just go in, you get your one year, and you get on. Like, I just think times have changed. And so many people started to realize that that it's almost like, yeah, we're just going to play one year, see how far we can take it, and move on. Of course, you have you have your select few who can't get away with that. Right. And they end up staying. But even then, I think the overall goal at this point is almost like to, yeah, just get the young players, develop them as fast as you can. Not saying this is the right way, but just from what I've noticed, yeah, you get these young players – Try to develop them as fast as you can, and then see if you can win a championship and get them to the next level. So you think college coaches are like, let me see how many guys I can put in the league rather than how many championships I can win? No, I think they're trying to do both. I think okay, they, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I could see that because, I yeah, because I, I mean, and I'll be honest with you, if if you walk in the practice facility at the U of A and you look at the guys that are in the league, mm-hmm. and you look at the guys that have went have gone to the league recently. We have Bobby mm-hmm. Portis, obviously, and Daniel Gafford. Yep. If I'm a recruit coming to Arkansas now, obviously, at Coach A during Coach A's tenure, if that's all you're focused on, you're not coming to Arkansas mm-hmm. because they, mom and dad and whoever else, trainer and you know, sixteenth cousin cousin removed who wants part of the bag check. Yeah. Yep. They don't want you to go there because. They don't feel like they can develop somebody and get them to the league. Right, right. Whereas right. I walk into a Kentucky, I look at a Duke. Yep. Yes, two storied programs, but I look at Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, Devin yep. Booker, mm-hmm. Tyler Eulis, who was hooping for a while. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think in some ways coaches are kind of getting getting their money up with like, okay, let me offer this kid. I know he's going to the league. We'll kind of let him try to hoop in the college system and then go on. No, for sure. I do too. Yeah. That's what I see too. So how so so let's try to figure out how can you balance that and try to win a championship if you have a very young team? How how can how could this Kentucky team shock the world if they were to even make the tournament? The only way I think they'll make the tournament is now winning the SEC is tournament. if they if they win the SEC tournament. Um which I don't think they're gonna do. I don't either. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. It's, yeah, yeah, I don't. I just don't see it. However, I do think that was the goal initially, though, because they because going into it, it seemed like they had a pretty solid class. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I was like, "She's Kentucky back." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then you get the hoop, and then like you said, it's like, okay, these guys aren't ready. Yeah. So I mean, now what you do? If you BJ Boston, what you do? You stay in a year? Mm, Probably not. If, no, no, no. Because it depends on how my draft stock goes. If I fall into a second round, maybe. Maybe I stay another year. Will it happen with BJ? Probably not. Probably not. Because Probably that, not. that signing bonus alone is going to be more than his family has made probably in their lifetime. Yeah, and you have you have uh, NBA trainers who probably feel like they can develop him into something a little better than what he is currently. Yeah, so that's with, true. With, with that being said, you, you take the bread. GG's to the championship, which sucks for the organization, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's just kind of – the shift at this point, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that hierarchy where we, we saw 
the Dukes and the Kentuckys and, you know, those teams right. winning mm-hmm. so much. I don't think now I think it's it's almost like even if they don't win, they get the one and done players and they get them off to the next level. Right. Which is still almost like what you want from a school because it's it's equivalent almost to not equivalent, but it's you get the option to either do that or go over go overseas. Mm-hmm. You want to play for Kentucky, you want to go overseas and get the bag. You want to yeah. play here and stay here and, you know, goof around a year. Not goof around. I'm saying all the wrong things. Kids, listen, I'm sorry. I'm just having a, having a real moment with y'all. But no, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, let's be real. Ben Dale. Simmons didn't go to class his second semester. You Why would he go to I'm class? And they sucked that year. I'm pretty sure. Can you check the the record that when Ben Simmons was in at LSU, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely horrible. They did have what's his name though. He's a bucket. I don't care what nobody says. Um, that one dude that was hooping with Ben, he went to the league. I honestly don't even remember that. Was oh, so you far know away. who I'm talking about. That, that was sucks. So long I don't ago. remember though. What was their record? They beat Arkansas, huh? No, we beat them. 19 and 14 on the year. Okay. Ain't too bad. That's not bad. Not as bad as I thought. I thought they were horrible that year. But maybe oh, I'm they being... had what's his name, bro? He went to Chicago, I think. Can you look up the roster? Well, they uh, they got buried in If you went to Chicago, you got buried in Chicago. So, I'm sorry. He was hooping. He played with Ben Simmons, I think in high school too. R- did RJ play? I mean, RJ Barrett obviously. I think they played on the same team. Obviously, he went to Duke. Calm down. Man, Which I'm... by the way, speaking of New York Knicks, shout out to my boy Jacoby. This man, he went from working with the New York Jets, abysmal football team, yeah, to a four-year or four-year, four-month internship with the Knicks. That's tough. So he went from working at MetLife Stadium to the Garden. Damn. Yeah, that's big time. He starts later this that's week. Y'all time. clap it up for Jacoby in the comments. Jacoby, I don't know you, but that's big time. You Y'all do know Jacoby. You do know Jacoby. I almost took your knees out and pick up. That's oh yeah. Good. Yep. Good luck, man. <laughs> Oh it's man! Be nice to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's what's up though. That's what's up. So he's so he's working with RJ and guys like that. Obviously, he hasn't started yet. Uh, he's got obviously COVID protocols and stuff like that. But yeah. just wanted to shout my guy out. So, so I say all that to say. So our championships just tarnished in NCAA. Does it matter to uh, win a championship anymore? Not tarnished, but it's it's almost like a it, it's more of a free game now. Whereas in the past, we could predict who would mm-hmm. who would get it done. It's just a little more. It's just a little more free, man. Just a little more free. Um, you real do have to watch everybody in college basketball now. That's what it's coming down to. Yeah. Anybody can beat anybody. It's a little more free. Well, uh, and the, the teams that are beating these teams are they older? I feel like they're older. Yeah, I think so. So, he, so here's Antonio Blakeney. That who you talking about? Bro, why couldn't I think of his he was tough, bro? What? He that was man good. crazy. He was good. I will say that. What? He was good. Who guarding? Who guarding him? He hey he actually I think he showed up to uh, Bobby's benefit game this I, summer. Yeah, he went crazy, didn't he? Yeah, I mean he's a pro. What do you do? What are you gonna oh, do? Man, I watched some. He was pulling up from so dang far. I'm like, man, let me let me meet you real quick. So I asked, why are you shooting this this far? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's the point of this? Yeah, that was awesome. So, okay, so all of that to say, coaches are trying to get their money up. They're probably getting agent checks on the back end too, you know. Like you know how it go, man. That's how it is. There's there was a great show done on that. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. So back to Super Tuesday, Texas and Baylor. We're both taking Baylor. Yep. What do you think? What are you thinking on the 
spread? Uh, I see him winning by 10. Thinking 10? Yeah. Andrew Jones, yeah, which amazing story. If you if you guys aren't familiar with Andrew Jones, he had, I forget what stage, but stage three leukemia. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And he's back hooping now. And that's kind of really hooping, too. Now he's averaging like 15. I know, yeah, yeah. I like saw that. some. He went behind the back and laid somebody. I'm like, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. he's here. He's, he's el- returned. He's elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. returned instead of arrived. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So hopefully hopefully he can get it done. He'll have something to say, obviously. Baylor just is very dominant. They're probably, they're probably a lot of people's picks to win the tournament, which speaking up, you guys stay with us. Make sure to tell all your friends to subscribe. We have a special month coming up, the month of March, the latter end of February. Yeah. We can't tell you what it is right now. It'll be lit, though. It will be. Also, if you've stayed this long, thank you. But if you'll drop a comment, if you drop a comment down, something that you want us to say in the beginning of our show, oh, yeah. we will say it and shout it out now. Well, Clay will. I will, yeah. I'll say, like, I'm Clay and this, that, and the third, whatever. Just say what you want me to say. I'll say it. We're not going to say everything. I know y'all going to get on this man's head. Yeah, man, I'm not saying that. He's got about 9,000 nicknames. We learned of one last week, but we won't tell you about that. Please don't. We got to leave it all out. Yeah, yeah, we ain't going to do that. So, thank you guys for watching. Let us know what you want us to talk about college basketball-wise. Let us know why you're keeping Jalen other than and cutting Reef other than the fact that he's 6'4 and plays on a really good team. So, you have any final words? No, no, man. Um... Yeah, just keep the engagement high. We appreciate you guys. Everything's been looking great. Thank y'all for showing the love. And, yeah, we'll see y'all on the next one. GG's. GG's.